Uh, No. Sorry, you... you No. Okay, you go. Itch Manners. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you've been listening. You've been listening to? You are listening. What? You're listening to Schmanners. <laughs> it's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello, dear. I mean, are you are you all right? Well, technically you have been listening to Schmanners. We've been going for several seconds now. I suppose. <sighs> <There's> been, <laughs> recently BB started making that noise and calling it the Hulk noise. I, I I think it's because oh smash so she goes <laughs> that's oh. her equivalent of it. Anyways, oh boy, hey hey, you know what? Yeah, I think you need a break. Let's let's take it down. Let's take it down just a little There's bit. There's been a lot going on. I don't yeah. know if everybody knows this. Well, you know what? You do. So we don't need to talk about it. We don't need to talk about it. Okay. Let's let's have the um the Bob Ross of podcasts today and just be so chill it's funny you should say that because we're talking about a topic which i do not find chill oh really at all i have lots of feelings about zoom meetings now let me can i give a little bit of context here yeah now much like in the batman the dark knight movie some of you all have have come to the darkness I was born in the darkness. <laughs> I've been doing Zoom calls for a long, long, long time. And before that, so Justin and Griffin and I. Oh, that's right. You used to record and Skype, right? Right. So we, we uh, since since the beginning, we have been doing Skype. Or we, well, I should say back in the beginning, we did Skype as our means of recording. So we would do a Skype call and each record our own audio locally. So we have been dealing with lag and overtalk and bad connections and everything since 2010. And then also because Justin is still in West Virginia, Griffin is in Austin, Texas, and I'm here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, if we need to have like meetings with people in places, mm-hmm. they're always like video chats using whatever whatever app you may you may uh, require. Exactly. So we've been doing this a long time. And first and foremost, folks, let me tell you: if you came to video chats in 2020, you don't know how good you got it. <laughs> um, comparatively, um, but it is. <sighs> So let me tell you why it's especially frustrating for me, these Zoom calls. Okay. We're going to call them parties. Sure. <laughs> Zoom parties. As someone with... Video parties. Sure. As someone... Video conference parties. <laughs> uh, as someone with uh, ADD, a lot of my coping mechanisms for conversation in real life have been built off of body language mm-hmm. and like realizing like, oh, I uh, this person has been trying to say something and I have been like cutting them off or like seeing them shift around or everything, right? And in Zoom calls, even with video, a lot of that is a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, uh, I don't know if this is, I know that this is a common 
uh, thing with ADD, but is not necessarily universal. But it's uh, sometimes being overwhelmed yeah. by by too much sensory input. Um, and for me, that tends to be if everyone is like talking at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what ends up happening is either it's overwhelming or I just completely shut it out. Okay. So let me give you some hot takes. I was on a Zoom call once with like 30 people trying to have a party. Yeah, that's too many. So first of all, before you throw a Zoom party, um, you should make sure that everyone has like the app and knows how to like use it. Um, uh, it's recommended that you use a laptop or a webcam instead of your phone, but you mm. can use your phone. Um, if you're going to use your phone, though, you need to make sure that you like set it down. Yes, I would. I would suggest that. Yes, don't be something. walking around holding your phone. Oh, make people sick. Yeah, give them motion sickness. Um, so you can even set people up with a trial account. Uh, just, you know, to make sure that all of your guests can access the party. Uh, and you said 30 people is too, too many. many. Um, so fewer guests than you would probably invite to a regular party. But you know what that means? You get to have more parties. Sure. Um, sure. Also, Zoom, uh, Zoom meetings are usually about an hour. That's what the, the app does usually, right? Um, so you could even have several parties on the same night if you just wanted to like park in front of your computer. What would you cap what for you personally? This is not saying like this is a universal answer, but what would you cap the number of invites to your Zoom party? Seven. Seven, including yourself, or is that eight total? Eight total. Eight eight uh windows total. Yes. Yes. Um, I think that it divides the screen very nicely. I think that um you can handle eight in turn pretty well. After after you get past eight turns, it starts to feel like they're never going to get to me, right? It's like going through, it's the difference between playing a board game, a full board game, and just going down the whole class in, a, in an alphabetized way, right? You know? Yes. If I may, perhaps a way to think about it is rather than... Oh, a the comparison being Zoom party to like real life house party. Perhaps instead think of it as Zoom party to sitting around a table mm-hmm. at a restaurant, right? Sure, yeah. So like eight people around a table, conversation is going to happen with all eight talking to each other. Mm-hmm. The problem is with a Zoom call, and I think the the thing that makes it not a one-to-one comparison with a house party or even like any kind of like meet space real life party Mm -hmm. is you can't have the breakout conversations. It can't be like, oh, you mentioned this movie. Have you watched blah, blah, blah. And it's just like me and one other person talking about the show. Now, if your app does have the chat function and you are comfortable like splitting your attention, a couple of you, you could break off into the chat. Yeah, but it's not the same as like. You know, when you have people pair off to have a conversation oh, in a regular party, of you know, and that's where I think it's the same. I in the party I was in with like thirty people, thirty windows. Someone would say something that I was like, "I would like to hear more about that," and we were already like 
on to something else. Yeah. Um, a couple of other things you can do to prepare. Wouldn't it be fun uh, to send out invitations? <laughs> sure, Mom. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> you can send little e-card invitations to your Zoom party. Sure. Um, and... You're cute. You're very cute. <laughs> Wouldn't it be? Hey. Wouldn't it be fun? Here's a wild idea. <laughs> invitations. And yeah. maybe uh, send snacks. Yeah, bring your own snacks. Oh, I meant like everybody can. Uh, uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get to this about how to how to entertain yourself while staring at a computer screen. Okay. Um, but also before you start, do make sure that your connection is well uh, connected. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Landlines are better, or sorry, Ethernet is what I mean. Ethernet is better, is better than better. Wi-Fi if you can. If it, you can, because here's here's the thing, folks. Sometimes, even if your Wi-Fi speed is very high and beefy, it doesn't mean it's always steady, right? Because sometimes it can be, like, choppy while still, like, if you do a speed test on your phone or laptop or whatever, it can show high speeds. But that doesn't mean a continuous stream like an Ethernet cable does. So sometimes, even with good Wi-Fi speeds, you can get, like, those chunky lag moments where it's just like, oh, suddenly you lost, you know, a little bit of the of the Wi-Fi for a second, and now it's back, mm-hmm. and that can make it kind of jerky, herky jerky, if you will. Um. So after you've set up the Zoom business stuff, oh, can I make one other note? Oh, sure. Good lighting, mm, because yeah. if you are like completely in shadow, I mean, it's spooky. Use <laughs> it's, that selfie ring. Yeah. I have several. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Kat Tenbridge of Business Insider recommends that you stagger the arrival times on that invitation so that not everyone gets into the Zoom room at once and crowds the connection. I think that's a very good tip. Um, Obviously, as the host, you would have to be hosting first. Yes. But if you stagger the arrival times, you can just let everybody in one at a time. It also gives you the opportunity to introduce people who may not know each other. And also, as the host, gives you a chance to have like some one-on-one time with each guest as they come in to make it feel like everybody got, uh, you know, got to talk to you. Um, And- you were talking about the differences, obviously, between a regular party now and, and a Zoom party. The thing is, like, we still want to create that kind of conversational atmosphere. So icebreakers are always a great idea. Mm. Now you can't do the the physical icebreakers that you may have done at a party, but you can like still... Like Twister. <laughs> more. You can still talk about things that are, you know, a little more inane, right? Like, your Zoom background. Like, oh, why'd you choose that bikini bottom background, right? Now, let's talk about Zoom backgrounds for a moment because we got a question about this. Okay. And I'm going to look it up so that I can say the name of the person who asked the question. Um, one one comment on Zoom backgrounds. So the arrow next to the stop video button in the left corner is what lets you choose a virtual background from really anywhere on the internet. Um, and you can customize it to be silly or cool or or whatever you want. Um, you can make your own wallpaper even if you wanted to do that. You can often, there's the capability of filters and emojis and stickers and all that stuff. Emojis? Um, Yana asked, virtual backgrounds, yay or nay? So, I think for a party, it's a little bit more okay. Where if it's like a business 
call. Well, yeah. maybe not. But, I mean, the library background is very nice. Yes. Um, general office type background is also good. Here's what I will say. Uh, if if it is a party, um, you know, keep keep in mind, keep an eye towards how distracting your background is. If you do something for a joke, which, don't get me wrong, man, I've seen some really wonderful uh, Zoom background jokes. I've, <laughs> I've pulled off some of my own. But <laughs> I think once the joke is landed, right, like, don't leave it up. Because what you don't want is for somebody else to be, like, telling a story or, like, you know, right. it being their moment and everybody keeps looking at your weird Borat background mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and so I think, like, just try not to be too distracting. But I think if it's a fun background, you know, or just, like, a nice background or I've pleasant. even seen people, quote, travel together on Zoom where you can you can start out in your home and then find a Zoom background of you in a plane, and then you can. You at the beach, love this. I am. Then, I am watching. So- <laughs> you are loving this. Um, that is a very exciting idea to you. I, I want to talk about music as well. It okay. is not a good idea to play music in your home, right? Yes. But there are some different things that you can do. Uh, like there's a couple of different like apps that you can use to play music through the Zoom, mm-hmm. right? Um, what else? You should you should encourage people to um, gather their snacks or drinks or whatever it is they need their coffee, oh, which is on the table. Oh no, your coffee's too far away. Um, before they sign in, um, and it's a perfect opportunity to dress up. Everybody's looking for opportunities to dress Once up, Once again, right? that made you I'm so, so happy. Excited. So, all right. Here's the thing. Oh, I do want to know what the thing is, but first, how about a thank you note for our sponsors? We've got two kids. That's not what the ad. That's not the ad. It's I was not... going to say, is it is it about kids? Are we buying kids? Well, no, no, that would be wrong. Um, and we're not selling kids either, but we are feeding kids. Yes. And here's the Constantly. thing. Constantly. They just have they, to eat they all the time. Every day. Sometimes three times a day. Can you believe it? <laughs> Dot's a baby. She eats more than three I times know. a day. And you know what? In this day and age, in this in this modern age, there will come times where you open your refrigerator, you look in your freezer, you check in your cupboard, and you say, my kid's not going to eat any of this. <laughs> or you say, I don't want to make any of this. I'm so tired. Well, don't worry, folks, because DoorDash is here. And not only can you feed yourself, and maybe you don't have kids. That's fine. Lots of people don't. I'm not here to judge if you don't have kids. (laughs) You can still feed yourself and continue supporting restaurants in your community safely because there are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. So support your favorite restaurants. It's the app. It's an app. You know about apps. It's short for application, <laughs> right? And you find this application on your phone, right? So put it on your phone uh-huh. and then use the application to order the food you want from the restaurants you want. And then the food will be left safely outside your door because they have a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. It's that easy, folks. And if you don't know how to get an application on your phone, 
Oh, I that's not in the copy, so I'm not going to try to explain it. Got to go to a store. <laughs> okay, I <laughs> know you don't. Right now, our listeners can get five dollars off their first order, fifteen dollars or more, and zero delivery fees for their first month when you download the DoorDash app and enter code Schmanners. That's five dollars off your first order and zero delivery fees for a month when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Schmanners. Don't forget that's code Schmanners for five dollars off your first order with. DoorDash. Schmanners is also supported in part by Billy. My friend Billy? No. A different Billy. Billy.com. Wait, why isn't Billy supported? Hey, Billy. Maybe Billy does. You never mm, know. Okay. Uh, Billy.com. My friend is Billy Piper, by the way. I don't, I don't know if I <laughs> That's mentioned. your friend? Yeah. My close personal friend, <laughs> actor, and songstress. Billy Piper. Billy has recreated everyday essentials by delivering premium razors and and high-performing body care directly to you. No pink tax, no visiting the drugstore, and no breaking the bank. I will say, man, once again, to mention this modern age again, anything Mm -hmm. that keeps me from having to go to the store. I love supporting local businesses, but the idea of going to a drugstore when it can be shipped to my home, thank you. Yes, please. Indeed. And pink tax is when... If I remember correctly, a business or organization says this product is for women's. And so because it's for women's, we're going to charge extra monies for it. Indeed. Ah, nailed it. You can get their starter kit at mybilly.com for just $9. It includes a razor, two refillable blades, and a magnetic holder. Ooh. To keep your razor safe and dry in between uses. I love magnets. How do they work? Nobody knows. <laughs> I, I too, like to use my razor when I do in the shower, so the magnetic holder comes in very handy uh, so that you're not dropping and stepping on it. Mm, indeed. Um, I also really like their their shave lotion. It smells very nice. It is very luxurious. Ooh. So you can get started by going to mybilly.com slash schmanners to get the best razor you'll ever own. And the best part is the starter kit is just $9 plus free shipping always. Go to mybilly.com slash schmanners spelled mybilly.com slash schmanners. The Beef and Dairy Network is a multi-award-winning comedy podcast here on Maximum Fun, and I would recommend you listen to it. But don't just take it from me. What do the listeners have to say? I would rather stick a corkscrew inside my ear, twist it around, and pull out my ear canal like a cork than listen to your stupid podcast ever again. Please stop contacting me. Hell would freeze over before I recommended this podcast, The Beef and Dairy Network, to anyone not in a million years actually scratch that um make it a billion years no how long's infinity that's the beef and dairy network podcast available at maximumfun.org and at all good and some bad podcast platforms disgusting okay before the break you were about to tell me what the thing is what is is the thing the thing i am most excited about zoom parties are the perfect opportunity (gasps) For theme parties. This this might be the most excited I've seen you talking about any topic ever on this show. Well, think about it. So if you were going to have like like a costume party, right? Fancy dress. Fancy dress. If you're in the UK. You would have to think about 
what is the um, what's the weather going to be like there? Are we going to be inside? Are we going to be outside? Do I need how to, comfortable are shoes? How comfortable of shoes are we going to have? Are we going to like? Is it like a dancey party? Do I need to make sure my costume like you know can withstand it? But with a Zoom party, you basically just have to costume yourself from the waist up, and you can use whatever you have in your home. And since you don't have to move, it could be precarious. Or silly, right? Yeah. yeah. She's You're not right. as excited She's about right. this as I well, thought you no, would be. I mean, here's the thing, <laughs> right? Like, I, I, I am excited about it, but I uh, did a lot of uh, costume theme parties in college, mm-hmm. and I got a little burned out. <laughs> oh well, I mean, you could mix this up. You could also do a Zoom scavenger hunt. Right. Well, now, if we're talking about things you can do, yeah, can I pitch out some ideas? I would love to hear it. Okay, because we got asked. Um, let's see. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Ooh, one of the questions was from V, and V asked, "What kind of parties work best in a Zoom format?" And I'll tell you uh, something that your parents do that mm-hmm. I think is a great idea. So, uh, Teresa's parents are members of a wine club. And so what they do now, because they can't meet in person, is whoever is like running that monthly meeting or biweekly meeting or whatever will portion out in little mason jars, like portions of the wine they are tasting. Mm-hmm, tastings. And then leave the box of those things on the participants' porch. And then they'll do Zoom uh, parties to do the tastings and discuss the wine that they're tasting. Yeah, you can Brilliant. do that with wine tastings. You can do it with a dinner party. Everyone right. brings their own dinner to right. the dinner party. And, you know, when you're drinking or chewing, you can mute your own mic, which is a plus. Another thing you could do. Now, this takes a little bit more uh, audio, video expertise. But if you're confident in it, you can uh, watch a movie together. You'll need to do like a screen share, right, right. to watch the movie together. But you can, like, watch the movie or TV show together, right? Mm-hmm. So that way you're all, like this, – and this is honestly where I think it works best. Tybee and I, my friend Tybee, um, we don't get to see each other. She is in L.A. So normally we don't get to see each other anyways. Right. And now especially because there's no traveling. So she and I routinely do, like, movie nights. For some reason, it has worked out to be somewhat bad – 90s movies that we both love. <laughs> so we've watched like uh, Cutthroat Island, which is terrible. Uh, and this is not a bad movie, and I'll stand by it, but like Rocketeer, like these kinds of things of just like, hey, what's a movie you haven't seen that I like and vice versa? Um, and and it's nice because it's like having that experience together. Right. But you don't have to, and this is where I love it, fill the time. Mm. You can also do that with like streaming games. Streaming you know? games. You can do it with um, anything. You can use Roll20 to right. make D&D very easy. Well, yes. Uh, yes. Um, I'm a big fan of that. Among Us is another big one lately. Oh, yes, absolutely. Animal Crossing. You can have a little party in Animal Crossing. Right. Um, also, another idea, a murder mystery party. Mm, ooh. Um, so really, all you have to do is just Google a m- murder mystery dinner script or whatever yeah. and hand out the parts so that you can you can play your game uh, of a murder mystery a murder most foul uh, what i was talking about earlier the scavenger hunt idea you could use it for make a costume of whatever is to your left right but you can also do it um so like 
The host makes a list of things for the guests to find in their house, uh, like examples, something that smells good, um, your weirdest sock or, you know, something like that. Right. And then the host will set a timer and everybody runs away to go and get what they have. And when the timer is over, they present their findings mm. like a little bit of a show and tell, which is another idea. You can share a recipe. You can talk about uh, your holiday decors. Now, you've got me uh, thinking of another question for you. Um, and that question comes from... Okay. Uh, from Will. Mm-hmm. If it's not an if it's not an informal event, which if it's a formal event, okay, and you're not actively participating, should you leave your camera on if you're going to eat dinner, do house house tasks? Always found it awkward, distracting from others. So I I will if it was an informal event, right? I will often like you know wash the dishes or clean the kitchen while I'm talking to people. Like like I said, Tybee and I when we do like you know some kind of video phone chat, mm-hmm. I'll talk to them while I'm cleaning up, just like if I was hanging out with them, right? Right. But, but what if it's like more of a formal party? Like for example, you are zooming in to watch a wedding, right, or something. Um, or I, even just like a birthday party. Or I a mean, birthday party, I guess. Um, I don't think it has to be formal. I think maybe what Will means is like it's more structured of just like this is a birthday party. This is a dinner and not just like let's hang out. I would say that you do – if you leave the camera area, you need to turn it off. Yeah. And if you're bustling around in the camera area too, like you know, putting away dishes or whatever, I do think it's polite to at the very least mute your microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that other people can talk, uh, but muting your camera would probably be a good way to go, too. Right. Um, another idea, you could do a book club. Oh, yes. In the same way that you do the the wine tastings. Um, and here is one that uh, Alex, our, our research assistant and writer, uh, suggested a PowerPoint party. Huh. Now, listen to this. This is, not, this is the first I'd heard about it. Um, what you do... So you screen share on your Zoom, right? And you do like a presentation, like yeah. a PowerPoint presentation. Um, and you do have to make parameters, right? So you have to set a time limit usually. Um, and also make sure that it's like entertaining. It's not yeah. just like a business thing. Well, that's the uh, thing we do. Uh, we've done on the Joko Cruise and mm-hmm. I've done at Woodstock of like the fake TED Talk. Yeah. Where it's just like I made up this. I did one uh, on this year's Joko Cruise. I don't remember what year it was. Ugh. And um, it was just about 10 minutes of me introducing myself mm-hmm. without ever actually getting to the actual talk. Right. It was very funny and I stand by it. Here are some of her favorites from her Zoom PowerPoint birthday party, species of bears rated from most vicious to most cuddly. Mm-hmm. Uh, why Sokka from Air- Avatar The Last Airbender is the perfect man. Hmm. Why Garfield made for TV holiday specials should be categorized as classic and timeless cinema. Okay. Um, and why crabs are the perfect animal. Okay. I thought it was just going to end with why crabs. Why crabs? <laughs> why crabs? Listen, if that's what you like. Uh, I have a question here from at Hockey Yelling. Is it rude to ask that just one person talk at a time? When multiple multiple people are speaking, the sound overlaps and I cannot understand any of them. I totally get that. 
Absolutely. Ask it. Don't like don't like get it all bundled up inside and be upset, uh, especially if you're the host. That's one of the really great things that you can do is lay out kind of the ground rules. Um, you could discuss muting while you're eating. You could discuss um, trying not to do any overtalk like I wouldn't suggest you go as far as make it a classroom with people raising their hands or anything. But if that's what the game you want to play, why not? Right? Oh, trivia night. That would be another good that one. That would be if a the good host one. Did trivia. Now, here's what I will say at hockey yelling. Um, I think it is perfectly reasonable and and right to encourage everyone not to over talk and try to let everyone have a turn talking. I don't think it's something that you can like fully control. I think that, you know, a gentle reminder from time mm-hmm. to time, like, hey, guys, remember, no over talk. Let's be careful. But I think like being too strict about it will kind of kill the vibe. Definitely. Um, I would encourage you to remember to try and speak in paragraph form. Um, the back and forth is really hard on Zoom. So try and construct an entire thought and then be quiet so that other people can comment. And I, I also think the, if you want to structure it a little bit more, if you're hosting, I think saying like, and to make things run a little smoother, I'm going to kind of act as a moderator for the conversation could be very helpful to say, like, now I noticed, Julie, you were trying to say something. That is great behavior for a host, even in RL. Yes, indeed. Um, One more suggestion from Alex. And uh, of course, of course, a performance or cabaret. Oh, yes. It's amazing. Awesome. Right. I mean, so here's the thing, right? People are doing this all over the Internet right now. There's even like a a comedy club um, that is called the Nowhere Comedy Club, (laughs) which is started by some comedians that wanted to work even though they couldn't tour. Right. Um, It's turned into a whole big thing with like Mike Berbiglia and Nikki Glasser and all those kind of people. Right. Uh, Maria Bamford does it a lot. All this stuff. Um, And you could make your own like performance party where everybody does their own little trick or sings a song or does a dancer or like those tiktok dances uh-huh. i'm doing it right oh here oh my god you're the cutest mom in the world <laughs> i love you so much i wish you were a cool young person like me <laughs> so no matter what you decide to do in your zoom party there's no reason it can't be as fun as a Real life party. Okay, a couple more questions before we wrap up. No, I'm going to say in person party. It is a real life party. It is a real life party. It's not happening in your dreams. It's real life. It's real life. Um, This question is from Jordan. And it kind of touches on something we've already been discussing a couple times, but I want to drill down on it. Uh, Jordan asks, how do you politely stop someone from dominating a conversation on Zoom? I think what I would do, um, you know... If it's someone like me, I am aware. I know what I'm doing. So if someone is like playfully says like, Travis, let someone else talk, right? I get it. I understand. It's not going to hurt my feelings. But what you can do is rather than make it about that person talking too much, make it about the other people not talking enough or not getting the chance to talk, I, I should say. And if you see someone like, say, me who is like the first to answer every question, right? Or like going, oh, that reminds me of my story, right? Say like, okay, wait, hold on. We'll get back to that. What were you going to say, Steve? What were, you know, oh, you know what? We haven't heard from Adam in a while. That right, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, so the, the uh, 
one of the charming things about being a good host is you kind of are the moderator, even yeah. if you haven't declared yourself the moderator. Um, and so I think that it, it's a it's a thing that where what am I trying to say? You as a host are playing the role of the host. You're at the head of the table. You're at the head of the table. You're so good with turning. Thank friends. you. Thank you. You're at the head of the table. Your responsibility is to direct the discussion. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this in uh, dinner parties where everybody turns to their left and they talk and you like couple up. Yeah. The coupling up part is important or else everyone's turning to the <laughs> no. left and talking to the back of the other person's head. You're right. You're right. The couple up. Yes. Um, uh, let's see. One more question. Um, let's see. Okay. Is it, this is from uh, Willoughby Dobbs. Um, Is it appropriate to check your phone if you feel your attention waning? And I think that this is kind of an all, we can extend it out because one of the things that happens with Zoom that I don't necessarily think is exactly the same in real life or in, in person. In person. Is because you have the camera you you can't really shift your focus as much. And this will happen sometimes. So if you're looking at the monitor, which I am now, and the person in the right hand talks, I'm not looking at the camera. And so because of that, I'm not, quote, looking at them, right? Whereas if I'm looking right at the camera, I'm not seeing the person talking. So it can be very, I get distracted very easily. Mm. And so I can end up like looking like I'm not paying attention when really I'm listening, and I'm seeing them, but maybe I'm looking at my phone or doing all these things. I think my personal opinion as someone who worries about looking distracted, I try even more to stay locked on to like the monitor and pay attention to that. But it is why I recommend things like movies, gaming, having activities. So I don't have to just like stare at a monitor for two hours. Um. We talked about this a little bit when we we talked about conference calls like this. Uh, it's very hard as a human to not look at yourself when you when you do a video or you can see yourself in like your phone or whatever. Um, so do your best to try not to look at yourself. Um, and you can use a lot more physical cues than you normally would. I mean, I know it seems like you're like a bobblehead or whatever if you if you just agree, agree, agree. But it lets people know that you are listening to them. Um, we do this in the podcast all the time. Like, I'm looking at Travis. He is agreeing with me. He is nodding his head, even though he's not speaking. Um and so that's a good habit to get into to try and keep not only other people uh, sure that they're they're being listened to, but also so that, you know, to stay engaged, to stay engaged. So you don't get bored. You know, th- speaking of virtual events, we've got a my brother, my brother and me live stream. What? Yeah, we're doing a live stream show. A virtual live show, if you can believe it. And our opener, uh, Sawbones. Nice. Have you heard of this, folks? Folks, you heard about this one? Sawbones? It's a marital tour of misguided medicine uh, starring Justin and Cindy Magdalene. Uh This is going to be November 21st at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Tickets are just $10, and you can get those tickets at live, L-I-V-E, dot the McElroy dot family. Uh, and come hang out. It's going to be, I don't know, weird and fun and silly and everything. A normal live show is tonally 
but with the added mystery of us having never done it before. (laughs) And from the comfort of your own home. Exactly. And the comfort of your own pants. So. Or no pants. Or whatever. You know, that's your business. I will be wearing pants because I'll be on camera. Um, uh, Maybe. Depends on how I position the camera. Uh, Also, we've got some new merch. Uh, The pin of the month this November is the Void Fish from the Adventure Zone. And it's a sizable pin, which I think is absolutely gorgeous. It benefits the Loveland Foundation, which is committed to showing up for communities of color in unique and powerful ways with a particular focus on black women and girls. We also have a Stephen the Goldfish keychain by Kate May. Uh, and that is also from the Adventure Zone. Phoebe as- loves all that goldfish stuff. She does. I have several of them, and she enjoys all of them. Uh, we have a, well, we don't, but Sawbones has a vaccine bumper sticker that benefits the Immunization Action Coalition, which works to increase immunization rates and prevent disease, and it also facilitates communication about the safety, efficacy, and use of vaccines. All of that and more at MacRoyMerch.com. You can pre-order the McElroy How to Make a Podcast book called Everybody Has a Podcast Except You. It's available for pre-order now at TheMacRoyPodcastBook.com. You can get it in hard copy, ebook, or audiobook. Uh, it comes out January 26th. I wrote several par- paragraphs. Indeed. Uh, you can also pre order The Adventure Zone Crystal Kingdom, which is book four of our graphic novel series. Uh, you can go to theadventurezonecomic.com, and that comes out July 13th, 2021. All right, Teresa, who else do we thank? We always thank Brent, Brentofloss Black, for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. We also thank Kayla M. Wassel for our Twitter thumbnail art. That's where we got all of these lovely listener submissions as far as questions. Um, at Schmanner's Cast, uh, thank you to Bruja Betty Pennant Photography for our cover picture of the fan run Facebook group, Schmanner's Fanners. You can uh, join that group if you love to give and get excellent advice. Speaking of advice, please do send us your topic suggestions. Oh, indeed. To schmannerscast at gmail.com. We're still taking idioms. We'd love to make another show of uh, specifically non US idioms um and alex reads every single email so say hi to alex thank you alex hey this is a big thank you to alex uh as i mentioned in the ads we have two kids and that (laughs) makes it more and more difficult to prepare the show ourselves so getting that help from alex um you know we couldn't do it without her and let me also just say just because it's worth mentioning whether it's the max fun drive or not we would not be able to bring alex in and pay her for the amazing work that she does if it wasn't for your support so thank you to everybody who uh you know supports max fun and schmanners we really appreciate it yes thank you you can support us more if you would like by rate review and subscribing on itunes and you know Tell a friend. And that's going to do it for us. You've been listening to Schmanners. Join us again next week. Oh, you've been listening to Schmanners. Wait. What? No, you say. Oh, no. You've been listening to Schmanners. Join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Oh. <laughs> we really botched that one, didn't we? Manners, Schmanners. Get it. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.